hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington, and I'm Bill Knight. How are you? I'm hanging in there. We're getting some snow where we live today. We're yeah, we, we got some snow inches. too. And uh, I'll be uh, I'll be doing shoveling for some time. I think we got like eight inches. We got 35 mile an hour wind gusts, so that kind of blows it around and makes certain areas even messier. And wouldn't I, it be nice if we could just blow it away for you and you wouldn't have to shovel it at all? It would be nice, but it did, it will never happen. It, what really happens is the snow from my neighbor's yard gets blown into my yard, which makes my eight inches. 20 inches. You know, you could live on a farm with a lot of cows or pigs, and instead of, instead of shoveling snow, you could be, well, never mind. Okay. Never yes, mind. yes. Well, <laughs> we don't want to you go know, I keep there. Promise, I keep promising myself that when I get older, I'm going to move to Florida. Well, I'm older, and I'm still up here. <laughs> you know what they got down there, don't you? I think they, I they got they a blast problems. of the winter, too, and all kinds of bad weather down there. The, the South is yeah. reeking in the, the storms, too, even in Florida. Well, winter is here. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. there are times in the wintertime where they have to cover the, uh, they have to put these uh, heating pots uh, in the orange groves in Florida to oh, yeah. keep them from freezing up. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. You know, oh, there was a funny thing, and I was trying to get the audio and download it, and I couldn't, and then I tried to refine it, and I couldn't, but it was an interesting thing because, you know, you're talking about climate change, and there was an off-mic gaffe by Biden where we was talking to the guy, and he goes, um, he goes, well, you've almost got America convinced about uh, the climate change. And the guy chuckles, goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, it's about time, huh? It's like... <laughs> What are you? Uh, what are you admitting there to Joe? Uh, that uh, climate change and the the narrative is kind of a lie. Do you think that maybe they've been uh, working on this for decades? I mean, think about it this way, Bill. In the seventies, they were talking about global cooling. They were talking right. about we were entering an, entering another ice age, and then that didn't take off. That didn't catch on. So then it was climate change because they didn't know which direction to go in. Then they went to global warming, none of which seems to excuse that little uh, notification sound. I have one of my apps open and it does. Well, my phone was just going off and it just hit the floor. But, you know, (laughs) this is real radio because it's not radio. This is interesting, Bill. Do you hear where the 10 richest men doubled their wealth from 700 billion to 1.5 trillion during the pandemic? Of course they did. (laughs) And, you know. (laughs) The interesting thing is I was at the store over the weekend and uh, uh, actually several stores, but, and not to buy toilet paper, but I did notice the shelves were going bare because everybody was buying all the foods, canned goods, everything that will last a while. This one guy was in there and he cleared a whole shelf of toilet paper and put it into his basket. And I'm going, what are you getting ready for? And he goes, the 20th. He goes, yeah, there's another, uh, you know, we got another onslaught. But he goes, things are getting bad. So uh, Bad things are going to happen. I'm going, well, what's everybody prepping for? Which uh, I found interesting, all the bare shelves. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I, I go online and I go to some of these websites, and they're always talking about the next shoe to drop. Make sure you got essentials. For whatever reason, everyone's saying something's coming. Whether it has to do with the virus or uh, people are getting fed up with things, uh, which I know they are. There, there's stories, you know, about, well, here's one. A Gallup uh, survey uh, reveals that 70% of Democrats, Democrats, mm-hmm. 
don't know one basic fact about COVID. Now, these are the people that say believe the science, trust the science. So they, they know the science, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what the, uh, the, what the question was, what percentage of unvaxxed people have to go to the hospital that need to be hospitalized? Mm-hmm. Now, 70% of these Democrats said, oh, it's over 50%. The actual number is 1% to 5%. doesn't surprise me because most of the facts that we've been given over the last year and a half haven't been accurate. They, they're now admitting, I think the CDC even said this, that most of the deaths, or many of the deaths anyway, from COVID, in quotes, were actually from another underlying issue. For example, yeah. now they're, they're kind of admitting that if you went to the hospital because you were in a motorcycle accident and you happen to have COVID, and you died from the motorcycle accident, they would say you died with COVID. Yeah, they, well, there's money in it. There's the Pfizer connection. You can get to the Bill Gates thing and connect all the dots. Do the research yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing, and I'll mention it, and, and I would encourage people, look it up yourself. Robert Malone, he's the guy when right. he was 28. He's the one that uh, came up with the uh, mRNA technology which is used in the vaccine. That's how they administer it, where it makes you generate this uh, this virus. And he says it's radical. But he made a video, and Twitter yanked it. They said, oh, no, 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 that's fake news. Fake news about from the guy that invented the technology. And he's saying, don't give the vaccine to children because it will do irreversible damage to their immune system, their brain in the development of it, and they will lose their reproduction system too. So, you know, you might want to look it up, see if you can find the uh, the video out there. The, the narrative is out there. It is pretty big. That being said, the state of Minnesota is now offering $200 gift cards to families. This is per child to get their 5 to 11-year-olds vaccinated with the experimental COVID vaccine. Now, let me put it to you this way. I am not anti-vax. Some people are, some people are vehemently anti-vax and they have a right to that opinion. That's the country we live in. Mm-hmm. I have, I believe there is a benefit to the vaccine, but not the benefit that we were sold initially. Initially, well, we I told- think you were sold initially on the fact that if you're unvaccinated, you know, you can get the virus, you can give the virus and you can die by the virus. And now we found out when you get the vaccine, you can get the virus, you can give the virus, and you can okay. die by the virus. But they, they say that with the vaccine, if you get the, if you get the virus, it, it's a lesser form of the, uh, of the virus. Yeah, they do say the that. Part. So The problem is we're getting a lot of misinformation. And, and the thing is, folks, you've got to really sort through the junk. People are but, getting crazy stuff sent to them. I, I listened to one guy yesterday who said, well, actually, the vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting COVID. The vaccine actually gives you COVID. There is mm. absolutely no proof of that. But that's the kind of talk some people are saying on the Internet. Now, I love free in- information. I think that the other problem we have is that social networks like Twitter and Facebook, because of their censorship, they have forced other social networks to open up and, and let anybody in. That's good until you start getting stuff from the crazies. 
And there are crazies on both sides of, of the story. And it's confused a lot of people. I know people, people in my family have been so confused by the message, they don't know what to make of the vaccines. And this, again, this goes back to the government. This goes back to Fauci. This goes back to the people who were supposed to create the narrative, to show how safe it was, to tell people why they should get it. The answer to the vaccine wasn't, get the vaccine, it's good for you. People were smarter than that. I think people needed to be told, okay, folks, let me tell you why the vaccine good and what the vaccine does for you and what the vaccine doesn't do for you. And if we find out along the way that there's some, some mistakes in the vaccine, we'll let you know and we'll make adjustments accordingly. But they didn't do that. The government has doubled down with these blooming mandates and these mandates just take the damn vaccine. Well, what you got to understand, the guy that uh, Robert Malone, they came up with the uh, mRNA technology, he did that many years ago. But that is not the complete vaccine. It is the mechanism. Right. And see, what he was saying is, hey, I made this mechanism, but you got to realize this mechanism has some problems to it. So he wasn't talking about the vaccine per se, but he was saying what the mechanism makes it do is not, it needed more research, it needs another five years, and you don't give it to the kids because it will screw them up for life. And you know, folks, when Bill says it's the mechanism, think of it as a template. Think of it as a basic architecture. Based upon what Malone says, you can do a lot with this architecture. You can make a lot of different types of vaccines with this architecture. Think of it as the vaccine being 50%. That's the mRNA. And what they did is they added to that mRNA to create the vaccines we have now. That template was used. This this is what I heard Malone say. And Malone is not anti-vax. People are starting to say, well, even the even the inventor of the mRNA is against the vaccine. No, he's, he's just telling you that the, the transport system, you know, has certain capabilities and there are certain limitations. And but what we're being told is not entirely true. And that's what he's saying. We really have to be we have to be selective. We have to listen to what people have to say and decide, is this person credible? Is this person really qualified to give me this information? A lot of it on the internet is given to us by people who are unqualified. Folks, you have to believe this. A lot of podcasts sound great. They look great. They look like they're being produced in a big studio. And many times they're being done in a closet somewhere by somebody who's absolutely unqualified. You have to sift through that stuff to find the stuff that is really beneficial to you. I'm not saying we have all the answers and we're not saying we have the answers. What we're trying to tell you is think for yourself, look around, be careful about your decisions. Uh, we, uh, I don't know about Bill. We haven't really, well, we kind of talked about it, but I, I'm not speaking for you when I say I'm against mandates. I think that pe- we live in the United States of America and we should be allowed to make decisions about our health ourselves. Well, I I totally agree. I I don't believe in mandates. I I think we're taking a step in the wrong direction. Uh, You know, we have we have a a, a country that is uh, uh, and, you know, both sides, 
liberal and conservative have done the finger pointing, name calling thing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, when somebody calls you a liar, liars call other people liars. And don't listen to the news sources because the news sources out there are being paid to support a narrative like the Pfizer thing, that they're the number one supporters of all the different news out there, the liberal news, you know, and, um, Phil, you know, I did take, you just I tell take... me something about the biggest advertiser in, in television, the biggest advertiser on some of these networks? Well, all the networks, if you go to CNN, MSNBC, uh, Morning Joe, all of these, all of these people uh, that are the people saying, believe the science, uh, the election was not stolen, uh, everything is the number one sponsor is Pfizer. Now, if you want to really get into things, you, you know who the big money guy is behind that. He's a guy that uh, had a lot to do with the software that we use today, but after he you know, uh, got sued one time. Uh, he, he said, well, I'll become a philanthropist. And, uh, because... by the way, I think he's one of those top 10 billionaires who doubled their income during the pandemic. And, and, and yeah, he's not actively working for that company anymore. Like you said, he's a semi-retired philanthropist. Right. And I think so it's, we it's amazing. Who, who are we talking about? Can we, I mean, we're talking Bill about Gates. Bill Gates. Yeah. You know, the, the, the old line, follow the money. Well, it actually is true here. You got to follow the money. If you don't follow the money, then you're, you're not going to know where you're going. Oh, Robert De Niro. You remember him? He was the oh, yeah. big FU. Yeah. He's a big uh, fan of Trump. President Trump. Yes. Yeah. Now he's, uh, he's out there. Well, I guess he's been reading the Bible. Now he's not saying liberals are wrong and Republicans are right. He's not doing that at all. He's gone, folks. Uh, everything is what it is, and you just have to live with everything, but Jesus is coming. The end times are here. Get ready for the revelation any day. <clears throat> yeah, I saw the jaw I, drop. I, yeah, I, I think that, first of all, I, I don't know whether I'd be taking religious advice from Robert from, De Niro. Oh, I wouldn't either. I mean, look, I, I'm a man of faith. I have my beliefs, and these are pretty bad times. But do I think it's going to happen tomorrow, tonight? In a week, in a month, could be, but I don't know, and I'm not going to guess. According to now, the Bible, we won't know. Did you happen to see President Trump speaking on uh, Saturday in Arizona? Uh, no, I just saw little bits and clips. I've seen all the negative things thrown out there. Oh, this is a lie. You know, a lie is a lie because you say it is until you can prove otherwise, but they're holding on to that. They say, I one of the figures was 55,000 people at this rally. This is a guy who's not technically running for anything right now and doesn't really have anything that he can give us right now other than his his time. 55,000 people. They had one protester who they escorted off the premises. She looked like she was deranged. They had some video of her. One protester, and the media jumped, jumped on it. Like, well, look at this. There is that one Biden protester. Oh, no, 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 no. See, now, see, you, you got to understand liberal math. That one yes. had to be 10,000. Okay, of course. Yes, absolutely. If you don't yes. understand, you know, <laughs> it's it's like the election, because if you look at the numbers of registered voters and registered Republicans and registered Democrats, and you put them all together, you're going, wait a minute, how did Biden get that biggest number in history? You and know? they still say that. 
As a matter of fact, and they the, say uh, that they, louder now. Boy, do they say. Well, what I think is they went to a car lot. Yes. And they found a sales manager there. Mm-hmm. Because if you've ever gone to a negotiated car and you take your trade-in in and you yes. watch this guy sliding around the numbers, you know, <laughs> you, you essentially, you know, you give them your car, you pay for your car again, and you buy the new car, and that's the math. Well, the same thing kind of worked in the election. The only time I feel comfortable going to a uh, car dealership and negotiating a, pr- a price on a car and the sale of my old car is when I bring my wife. Because if I were the guy who was responsible for making the car deals in my family, the deals would stink. <laughs> I would end up, I mean, I literally, my wife looks like this nice little uh, quiet petite little lady on the side and i'm this big guy you know and i'm very friendly with these guys and they figure oh this guy's a pushover and i always say at the end well before we make any decisions i have to we have to talk to my wife but when she steps into the arena (laughs) she she completely turns them inside out i mean the at the end of the deal they're giving me two cars (laughs) <laughs> they're telling me keep your old car here's two cars would you like we'll give you every accessory that comes with a car we'll actually have some custom accessories added to your car just so that you guys will leave the lot so that's, <laughs> that's why you keep her around huh she's a oh, good negotiator she's the best she really is she is the speaking best. of uh negotiation if you want to call it this uh uh, what, Jen Psaki, you heard about what, uh, there was a question that was asked about uh, a bill that two senators were worried about. Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't matter the question when you listen to the answer. Mm-hmm. And we don't normally play sound bites, but I thought, no, you really got to hear it straight from her mouth. Now, you can put any question out there, but are you ready for this? Go for it. Here it goes. Uh, look, I think that uh, everyone is going to have to take a hard look at where they want to be uh, at this moment in history as we're looking at efforts across the country to, uh, pr- to prevent people from being able to exercise their fundamental rights. What did she, she just say? She has so much call. She has, she has got, she's got coyotes. Is that the word, the, the Spanish term? She's got gonads. <laughs> Cojones, yeah, you know, but to say, (laughs) basically, she just said they're going to take away, well, they said fundamental rights. Please define fundamental rights. They're taking our rights away. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I always thought the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, freedom of speech, and all the different freedoms we have, after it says all that, there's other stuff in there, but then there's that poison pill that says you can't change this, you can't mess with it, but yet, here's this. They do. Uh, You got Biden going, oh, I don't think the Second Amendment gives gives anybody any rights to guns. Not at all. Did you see him speak, by the way, I think it was Friday at a press conference, and the poor man looked like he was having a stroke. He didn't look like he knew where he was. Sad thing is, I think Mm -hmm. even he thinks he won the presidency. I think the longer he stays there, the more he does. Yeah, I mean, he needs to go home and let his mommy tuck him into bed because Have some ice he cream. is not well, and I don't wish ill on anybody. I do not like the man. I do not like, I have not liked him since he, you know, first rose into the scene back into the 80s, and he has been a joke all throughout his life, but a lot of people have forgotten that. 
So and they to can, my friends, and I have friends, by the way, who are liberal and think 180 degrees for me. And I still love you guys. I hope you feel the same. But the fact is, this guy is, he's got issues that go beyond politics. I mean, physical issues that put our country in jeopardy. You can't tell me that he hasn't got the people in Russia and China smiling big time when he goes on stage and mumbles and fumbles. Oh, this yeah. is, and this is the guy, by the way, who has access to the nuclear football, the, the nuclear suitcase. He's yeah, the guy yeah, who the ball. The, and the, he has the codes. Although, you know, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, well, our... Uh, Millie? Millie, Millie and... Um, uh, now I'm forgetting everybody's name. Pelosi made it clear during Trump, well, he really doesn't have the power. I have the power. And yeah, I'm like right, going... Right. You know, well, that really made me feel good at that moment yeah. in time because, <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, they they let everyone know that uh, the the little secret, the joke is, the football is just mm -hmm. symbolic. It's all it is. Well, that's not what we were told for the last uh, seventy years or eighty years, ever since we've had a football. Or we, we or were told the president. Maybe was it the isn't guy symbolic, who... but they lied to say it was. You know, and you mean you know, again? Yeah, our government would never lie. Don't no. even. Have you heard? By the way, there's another. We're kind of changing the subject just a little bit here, but uh, there's a another migrant caravan has left Honduras en route for the U.S. border. It left, I believe, on Saturday and Sunday, and they're headed toward our border. What amazes me, and they said, oh, they're walking, and some of the mothers are pushing children in strollers. I'm thinking, you're trying to tell me that they're going to walk across the entire country of Mexico? First of all, you know, where are the tires and the, the strollers or whatever they, they're pushing? And secondly, I believe that they're probably walking out of town and getting on buses. Well, let me let me plant a thought in your mind because, you know, we got we had a caravan before. We had all these caravans. And you're going, okay, so we're building a wall and these people are coming over here. What incentive do they have? They had to have a promise of something. Sure what incentive do they have now? The ones that finally, you know, they got their checks, they got their airfare, they didn't have to be vaxxed, they don't have to wear a mask, and now they're getting voting rights and they're not citizens. And if they go uh, to California, Bill, if they go to California, they promise them free health care, no matter yeah. what. Mind you, our military and our homeless military in California probably don't have that same benefit. Well, you know what? If 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 you leave the country and go over there, uh, fly over there, get off, get some grubby clothes, put them on, and walk back up, and tell them at the border you're Honduran, you'll be set. You know, you yeah, might get that's true, and say, you know what? I lost my kids on the way. By the Can way, I get some money per kid. This Pakistani uh, thug who uh, held four people hostage in the uh, synagogue in right. uh, in Texas. Over the weekend, the FBI said, well, we're really not sure whether it was a anti-Semitic um, reason. There was a, a Jewish motive for this guy, this Pakistani uh, gentleman. I'll use, I'll be polite here. Uh, we don't think it was really based upon religion, the attack. Mind you, he was in a synagogue and it, it was, he was, he was holding uh, Jewish people hostage. And uh, his rant was he wanted to have his, quote, sister. She is a, uh, a terrorist who happened to be educated at Brandeis and MIT. Oh, nice. So she thought she wanted to see Americans dead. She, one of her plans, she's in jail and she's in prison in Texas. And this guy wanted, as one of his demands, her release. 
So that wasn't going to happen. But this this woman that he was fighting for, she one of her plans was to set off a weapon of mass destruction in Grand Central Terminal in New York. Now, if you've never been to New York or Grand Central Terminal, first of all, it's one of the most beautiful places in the city. It's 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 a gorgeous, big, beautiful building, always filled with people. I used to go through there every day when I worked in New York City. And it's an easy target because there aren't guards standing at the doors inspecting your bags. It was people coming and going. And she was going to set off, I believe, a gas bomb to kill. Oh, a, great. A, yes. They arrested her in Pakistan. She was uh, captured by some gentlemen from our special forces who happened to drop in during one of her meetings with other terrorists. She was so uh, distraught about being captured by Americans as she happened to grab someone's uh, pistol and started firing at the Americans. I'm surprised she didn't get killed immediately, but she wasn't. They were able to uh, disarm her, and but she was in the, in the process of yelling, I, I want to kill every blank in American. So this is the kind of person this guy was trying to get released, and he was holding Jewish people who were just going to their religious service hostage, just like what happened in Pittsburgh a year and a half mm -hmm. ago when they killed those people, those innocent people who were just going to service to pray. The point you're making is all this hate and racism that's going on around the world yet. And I'm not saying that uh, there's not racism here. Well, there is, but it's not as bad as they portray it to be. Uh, are we perfect yet? Nope, not in the least. But have we gotten better over the years? Yes, but are we being portrayed that way? No, we are the vile of this planet and I'm getting sick and tired of being called something that I'm not. I don't know about you, and I don't know about people listening to the podcast. I would like to think that I wish everybody an equal playing field. Yeah, I'd like to think uh, that, too. Do I think I could be better at it? Yeah. But do I think that I need to become a bleeding heart to where I have to sit there and say, let me just lay down on the ground and be a blanket for you to trample on? No, I'm not going to do that. I saw an I am going to stand with you and help you if I can, as I know you would for me, I would like to think anyway. I have one thing to add before we end this little uh -oh. uh, soldier. Today is Blue Monday. Did you know that, Bill? It's Blue Monday. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's Betty well, White's birthday. Oh, and uh, like, Michelle, Michelle <laughs> Obama's birthday. Yes. <clears throat> Isn't that marvelous? Uh, <laughs> it is. Well, you're saying, what is Blue Monday? It's something that a psychologist came up with to describe the most depressing day of the year. It's because it's the perfect mix of bad weather. We got that outside now. Holiday debt and failed New Year's resolutions all on one day. Which is why I never make a resolution because why make something you don't intend to keep? And even if you did intend to keep, it ain't going to happen anyway. So it's so hard to get away from not making it. You're inundated with all these diet commercials on television. Hey, fatty. You want to be thin like this person on camera? All you have to do is take this stuff here. <laughs> this stuff here, it'll make you look just like that professional model. You'll look really good. Yeah, if you see it on TV or in on the internet, there's a little, little teeny, tiny, small, muy poquito, <laughs> little ad that says... A disclaimer. The, yeah, it's called <laughs> yeah. the Z-Law, actually. They have disclaimers on some ads right now. Most of them are medical ads. If you listen to them, it'll depress the heck out of you. For example, they'll say, this thing will make you feel great. You'll look great. Your complexion will be fine. 
but you'll have <laughs> diarrhea for life. <laughs> and it will it will kill you. <laughs> you know. But other than that, you'll feel great before it happens. You'll look yeah. so good. You'll but you know yourself. how you're going to die now on the, on the commode. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're laughing right now, and I saw a piece of research. They say a sense of humor at work can make you seem more competent. Uh-oh. Also disguise the fact you don't know what the hell you're doing or saying, but hey. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, friend, we have done it again. We've wasted a lot of time. Incessantly for the last half hour or so, but it has been so much fun. As it always, it always is. is. Yeah, and with a little bit of luck, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening, that's a stupid thing to say, isn't it? Think about it. If, if you're not hey, listening, if you're listening you thank this. you. If you're not, start listening. <laughs> exactly. But tell your friends, will you? Spread the word because we, we want to uh, reach more than our, our families. <laughs> yeah. And I got a small family. It's, <laughs> I think I'm 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 about the last one. Uh, actually, I'm I'm being serious. <laughs> I, I am the last of the line. Well, my son would be the last of the line. That's it. Hey, friends, have a really good day, and with a little bit of luck, we'll do it again on Wednesday. Have a great day. I though. salute. We're out.